G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, isn't it exciting to be able to have access to the coverage of the Tokyo Olympic Games? And isn't it always challenging when there are all sorts of controversies? But there is good news for nations around the world when they're seeing their athletes competing, they're seeing and being part of a winning spirit for their own nation. There's something of a sense of pride that jumps to the fore when you see your athletes performing well. Well, let's talk about the Tokyo Olympics once again from the dimension of the expectation of a great spiritual awakening in Japan. We know that in Japan, just 1% of the people are Christian. 126 million people in the population of Japan, but the church is not necessarily large. And so there's been a prayer focus that says, how do we get the church to grow? How do we get the church to flourish? Well, let's get some more insights about what's happening as the Tokyo Olympics continues. Marty Woods is back with us. He is the Japan International Sports Partnership leader. He's been a part of Olympics over the past five Olympic Games and uh, coming to us once again from Yokohama. Marty, welcome back to 2020. It's great to be with you again and... uh been pretty exciting watching the Olympics together, hasn't it? It has, and you've had a lot of people connecting not only from here in Australia but from around the world for your prayer program and getting people to pray a million hours of prayer for the Japanese people and for the growth of the church in Japan. I wonder if you can reflect on the prayers of people coming from all over the world. Yeah, look, it has been really moving for us seeing, watching, um, in a moment we might give the the website uh, to your listeners, but what we're finding is people who have a heart for mission, who know there has to be a way to see Japan be transformed, they're praying. And uh, we were singing a song in church the week before last, and it said we've got to pray like we've never prayed before. And I've just not experienced this before, where... Um, you know, it's obviously Japan is, you know, the center of the news, but it's been really wonderful seeing Christians stepping up and saying, we want to pray. So we've got whole churches committing. You know, I have individuals, I have a friend the other day who said, well, I, I'm praying and I've just sent it to 60 friends. So it's going viral, this whole desire to pray. I mean, that's the incredible thing about the internet, what can happen. And so, yes, we have been super encouraged by people that we never would have expected, countries that we've never expected, saying we want to pray for Japan at this time. We want to pray for the church and for a transformation of Japan. So, yes, super encouraging. Oh, we're so grateful, humbled. How do you describe, Marty, and your connection there with Japanese Christians in the Japanese church? Because they're really the initiators of this saying, you know, pray for our nation. We want revival. We want awakening. Uh, How do you describe the sorts of things that are needed to happen for that to happen in Japan? 
Yeah, yeah. Look, that's a good question. Yeah, it's just really quite challenging for many churches. You know, the average age is 63. Many of the pastors um, are over 80 years old. And, um, you know, faithful Christians are older, but the younger people just aren't coming to church. And, uh, in fact, one out of eight Protestant churches have no pastor. 18 cities, 524 towns are without a church. It's hard to believe that. And so... Um, so we're like things it's easy to think oh isn't this terrible but I think when things are bad when there's a crisis you know it's there's an incredible opportunity and so what we are finding even in some of the hardest places like a friend of mine up in um, Ishikawa which is a prefecture right to the north west of Tokyo he, he says it's a Buddhist stronghold and he said, look, if, you know, one in a thousand men are in church in Japan, that's on average because it is, a, you know, four out of five Christians are a female. If one, he said, in our prefecture, it's one in 10,000 men are in church. I mean, can you believe that? That's how desperate things are. But yet... What I think, what's the greatest thing about my job, Neil, is that I just meet with people who see beyond that disappointment, that sadness, and they're saying there has to be a way. We've got to find a way to reach Japanese people. And they're moving to the front foot. And there's unity. We're in, um, there's 47 prefectures, and we're building teams in each one of those prefectures. And our goal is... Uh, prefecture teams, but 500 community support, uh, community partnership teams, where it's just a group of Christians working together to reach out to their community, and I think that's the hope. It's unity. I mean, your listeners know, you know, when Psalm 133, when brothers and sisters dwell together in unity, there the Lord commands a blessing, and so we believe unity is such a key. But this is the other one. It's the fire of the Holy Spirit to fall. That's our prayer. You know, we need that as well. And the fire, the other one is the kingdom. We want to find expressions of the kingdom everywhere. And we want that to grow across Japan. And so, like, it's so interesting. We're not discouraged. Sure, we've got statistics like that. But, you know, we're just finding so many young people. I'm actually mentoring 15 young Japanese guys at the moment. And one of the guys said to me the other day, Marty, I'll die for Japan. That's what we need. The Calebs, you know, the Jonathans that take on with the armor bearer, the whole Philistine army. That's what we need. And I'm super encouraged. There's this young group of men and women who just have fire in their belly to say, you know, give me Japan or I die, basically. They're the people that give us such hope. So the game's not over yet, you know, by any means. We really believe that God is at work. And so the prayers of your listeners is, are just so important for us. So please, you know, look, can you look at our website? It's Japan number one million.com you'll find out lots of statistics and information about it but you'll get 
prayer points. And, you know, it's, the games are well underway, but please join us now and get some of the prayer points and find out more about Japan. And would you just cry out for this country? We just long for it to be the land of the risen sun. That's what our dream is for Japan. Well, Marty, you're right in the middle of what does touch a raw nerve for the Japanese, and that is this idea of sport. Uh, If it's a sports-mad nation, everybody plays sport, nobody goes to church. But here you are with a sports ministry, and reaching out is going to be a powerful thing. I know listeners will have caught what you say about men in church in Japan. There's a drought of Christian men in the church in Japan. There's a prayer point there. It's a Buddhist stronghold, Japan. And not only that, but all sorts of things that are compounded with the COVID crisis. No doubt churches are hurting there, perhaps even more than anywhere. And so have you heard about how churches have been affected by the crisis around COVID? No doubt they're locked down and in all sorts of trouble too, aren't they? Yeah, look, it has been a real challenge because, you know, can't meet as a church and Zoom, but you know, like I know our church, we've got more people watching or being part of our church. We have over 500 people a week just watching our Zoom uh, worship service. And so, what we're trying to do is how do you turn the curse into a blessing? I'm sure many of your listeners are trying to do the same thing in, in the church, you know, in the churches when we go through lockdown phases. But yes, it, it has been simple. It has been quite complex there. But what we're finding is just what you said about sport. It has been a way to break through um, into the community, into making contact. So that's been one area that has, um, because Japan, as you say, a sports mad. But the sad thing is that sometimes in church. Young people have to decide about being at church or doing sport on Sunday. But I just love it when some churches can celebrate the sports, young sports people particularly, and maybe have a service on the Saturday night or early Sunday morning, Sunday evening, so that they can do both. We, we just really love it when the churches can recognise the importance of sport and not seeing it as something that's evil or that takes people away from the church. So that's one area. And I think just another area just to talk about with the COVID, you know, like uh, obviously globally it's had such an impact. But um, here in Japan, people are, you know, are very careful. Our numbers, you know, compared to many places in Europe and in America, etc., are, are down. But there's a lot of care and caution and people are caring for one another. And I've just been impressed watching the way Japanese Christians are reaching into the community and trying to find ways to move forward in outreach, even when it's difficult with COVID. Well, while the Olympics are on and, of course, the Paralympics to follow, you're encouraging people all around the world and and talking to Aussies today because we're on the line with you from Yokohama, just on the outskirts of Tokyo, uh, this idea of being in prayer for Japan. We've been talking about just how desperate the situation is there. The goal, of course, is a spiritual awakening for Japan. I wonder if we can just uh, cover a couple of things here 
what are the most important things? What would you say are the ingredients that are needed uh, to yeah. get that awakening happening? And how can we be a part of it from Australia? Oh. Yeah. Oh, look, thank you for the question. It's really important for us. I think there's three things. One is unity in the church. I just feel like that's what God loves. And so we're, we're praying that Christians can get to know each other, work together. This is what I love about our festivals. When people work together, they're not asking, oh, do you believe in infant baptism or speaking in tongues? We just want people to meet Jesus. And so I think doing mission together in unity is a really key thing. The second thing is just praying for a softening of people's hearts. Uh, we just... We just long for people to be open to the work of the Holy Spirit. And so a softening of their hearts. And then the final one is we want to find ways that will really see the kingdom come. We want to empower local churches to be able to reach out to the community. We want to give them evangelistic tools and resources that work. That's why, you know, we, our goal was to reach a million people with our community festivals. And we're finding community festivals are just such a great way of bringing churches together, putting on a party. And Jesus says the kingdom of God's like a wedding feast, a party, a celebration. So we're doing this all over Japan. And our goal is by 2024, we want to reach a million people. And so we want to help the Japanese church to be in the community, to be active. You know, we say the church has left the building. We want to be in the community to reach out and for the church to get to know us. And so we're trying to do things creatively. Our church, it's crazy. We have a football club, uh, a football academy, a soccer academy, that has 400 young people, and we have a professional team that's in the third division of the J-League. Japan League, and we want to have a Christian team in Division One in the main goal. You know, so that's part of what we're trying to do. So we're trying to use sport, particularly, as that way of helping the church to be in the community, to get to know people, and to watch people as they come into the kingdom. Well, there's some big vision in all that, Marty Woods. Uh, let me encourage listeners that while there's nothing like an Olympic Games to bring a focus on a nation, and uh, you're saying, don't just look at the sport, don't just look at our favourite athletes, but how about praying for a spiritual revival in Japan? You've mentioned the website. Let me mention it one more time, japan1million.com. Now, the one is the number one in the middle of that japan the number one million.com you'll be able to sign up and be a part of a prayer team it's a big prayer team a prayer initiative that is for the nation of japan there's wonderful stories you'll find on the website too but be a part of it uh, this is a significant time for the japanese people living in the darkness that they do to experience something of an awakening Marty Woods is the Japan International Sports Partnership Leader and speaking to us today from Japan. Marty, thanks so much for the update on 2020. Uh, thank you very much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 